Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. How do we care for our new neighbors? We have lots of new neighbors, especially right here in the St. Louis area, but across the country. How do you care for your new neighbors, um, particularly those who are new to American culture? And how do we serve as witnesses to Christ's love and mercy for them as well? Christian Friends of New Americans is doing that right here in St. Louis, Missouri, in studio today with me to uh, to help us talk about uh, how we can serve our neighbors. The Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley, Executive Director, Christian Friends of New Americans. Welcome back, Stanish. Oh, thank you very much for having me, sir. I should say Dr. Stanley now. <laughs> no, Stanish is fine. Stanish is how I'm known, so it's good. And uh, that laugh you hear in studio, a familiar, a familiar voice here on KFUO. Uh, Joni Harwell, volunteer with Christian Friends of New Americans and uh, oh, oh, all around loved person here at KFUO. Retired, uh, but has it been, it hasn't been a year it yet. It hasn't been a year yet, but it is almost... And it's been wonderful. (laughs) Not that I don't miss you guys. I do, but it's still nice to be retired. Now that you're retired, though, you have uh, the gift of time and you share that with Christian Friends of New Americans and a number of other organizations as well. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, thanks for coming over today, Joni. Thank you, Andy. And, and you brought uh, a, another friend, well, actually family member with yes. you this morning, Bina Stanish here in studio. Bina, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming in this morning. You have been a part of Christian Friends of New Americans as well. Yes. And uh, looking forward to hearing your story and your connection with, uh, with CFNA as well. Stanish, tell us what Christian Friends of New Americans is doing today in the lives of our new neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Christian Friends of New Americans as you uh, very well kind of um, mentioned in your introduction, is uh, in the um, task of uh, serving our new neighbors who are coming into the St. Louis City area with Christ-inspired care. Uh, so whether it is uh, programs like uh, English as Second Language or um, uh, after-school tutoring, health and wellness screenings, uh, furniture donation deliveries, uh, uh, we, um, we, through our service, have been trying to get people into the peace center and then make it a space where it's more personalized, where it, the environment is such that uh, you can have conversations about Jesus and share uh, not only the love of Jesus, but also uh, share about faith in general, have those conversations and um, and uh, encourage them to hopefully uh, join a Lutheran congregation, um, hopefully in the city of St. Louis. Uh, if not, um, we would be very happy to even have them in any Christian congregation for that matter. Uh, but uh, uh, what's happening with CFN right now is that uh, we have uh, a target of 200 of connecting with 200 new Americans every year and we are somewhere 10 percent short of that right now um, just to point that out is via um, uh, um, a quote that number is to say that uh, we are um, uh, meeting our uh, meeting our new neighbors uh, with, uh, with the services that we have and uh, in, um, you know encouraging them to come into the center and kind of have those conversations about Jesus who are who are our new neighbors? Paint a picture for us. Help us understand who are the mm-hmm. the new neighbors, our new neighbors right here in St. Louis. Right. Uh, new neighbors are people who have um, needs just like uh, our American friends here in the U.S. Uh, so uh, these are friends from um, uh, fr- from countries that are uh, uh, experience, experiencing a lot of religious turmoil, conflict, um, uh, maybe ethnic uh, cleansing or religious uh, persecution. And so we have people from Syria, for instance, who were our, l- our last big bunch of people coming in, especially last year. Uh, but uh, things have kind of slowed down on that end. Um, we now... Uh, have people from uh, Sudan, uh, from Somalia, uh, from the Congo, 
and then uh, a few from Nepal trickle in. So uh, the numbers are um, are generally down for refugees coming into St. Louis or for that matter throughout the U.S. because of uh, administrative administration policies. And um, uh, we we leave it uh, in God's hands and also in the wisdom of our of our uh, of our nation's leaders to decide what should be the policy. But uh, our new what what CFNA is concerned with are the new neighbors who are here in St. Louis, who are already here, who uh, who have family needs, who have uh, problems with uh, English, for instance, who have uh, basic family needs like um, how to get a, uh, how to get some help with um, a washing soap or uh, or you know cloth deter- detergents and things like that. And so these are some of the immediate needs of uh, of the people. And also there are people who um, who basically struggle with uh, taking care of their families, especially kids, because they themselves don't know English. And these kids from Syria, from Nepal, from Sudan, from Somalia, uh, the Congo, uh, English is not their language. And so how do you help them with their schoolwork, academic needs, uh, behavioral issues, plenty of them to plenty of it to really work with and also just navigating the system here in the U.S.? Very difficult. Uh, healthcare, for for instance, a very good example. Uh, myself and my wife, we we struggle with it all the time. I don't know uh, ha- half of what's happening with healthcare. I just leave it to what's ha- whatever happens. We just take it as it comes, <laughs> and so uh, things can build up pretty quick and create a lot of stress within families with these uh, with these new neighbors. And so that's where pe- um, you know friends like um, um, like. Um, People coming and volunteering at Christian Friends of New Americans uh, make an impact, can influence and help. And so these are uh, the new neighbors. These are the uh, the uh, situations with which they are dealing. And that's where um, CFNA comes in as an agency, uh, a Lutheran mm-hmm. uh, service organization of the LCMS, um, as the Lutheran voice uh, in the city of St. Louis. And you and, and Bina, you were at one time new friends, new neighbors, mm-hmm. new Americans, oh, sure. in a sense. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that, what that was like, Bina, when uh, coming to the United States, and uh, tell us what, what English was like for you at that time when you first came to the U.S. Yeah, I am from India, and when I came here, I did not know very good English, and <laughs> I really struggled. And I, I heard about uh, other, um, I heard about countries like Ethiopia, Syria, Nepal, Congo, um, Afghanistan, but I never met them personally. And b- because of CFNA, when we, when I go there, I met people from these countries, and uh, especially ladies. I have friends now, and I took English classes from ESL classes and computer classes. That really helps me uh, uh, to grow. And mm-hmm. I share my faith with them, especially uh, I got my one friend from uh, Nigeria and we are really good friends now. She calls me and yeah, see, and especially uh, the ESL class, computer class really helped me a lot. How often did you attend uh, ESL class? Uh, I went um, Tuesday class mor- uh, morning 9 to uh, 12.30. I um I I went. Mm-hmm. And how long did you did you do that for months or uh, how long did the the ESL classes help I, you? I was still doing it, mm-hmm. but now little I stopped uh, going because of uh, uh, I, I uh, because my teacher she's off uh, not mm-hmm. coming and I stopped. But I want to do still. I want to go now too. It's almost mm-hmm. almost six seven months. 
tell me about those who helped you learn English when you came to the United States. Okay. Tell me about My the people American who helped you. My American parents. Jolly Andy and Joe Uncle. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came here, I always talk with my husband, my language. And one day, Andy told me, uh, told me and Stanish, why don't you tell Bina to talk English? It doesn't matter if she make mistakes, let her talk. And he told me that is true. Because, you know, when, when he told, uh, Stanish told me when somebody came from a different uh, country with a different language, how do you feel when they talk other language when you were there? You don't like it, right? And same way, uh, when you uh, if mis- make mistake, don't don't feel bad, just say it. And that's what I did. And Andy really helped me with that and uh, Uncle too. They were. I. I always say, Angle was really fast talking, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really clear. Uh, I can understand Andy when I came here, but I always look at Angle's mouth what he's saying. <laughs> but yeah, and that's why uh, I learned in English to talk. So yeah, to provide a little context mm-hmm. over here, it is to say it's also to point out that um, uh, we came here in the end of 2008. I was t- uh, studying at the seminary, and uh, and uh, Joe Uncle and Joni Auntie uh, kind of were so gracious and kind enough to open their uh, home to us. And um, uh, we had our first daughter at that time, uh, Kathy, with us. Uh, she was three years old, and then um, we we have stayed as a family ever since. Uh, 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 but um, um, we've had two more uh, kids and English is always uh, a challenge for Bina, but uh, she has come a long way and it's all because of uh, the, the testimony that can be the living testimony <laughs> provided by mm-hmm. the Harwell home, uh, Uncle and Auntie, that, um, that uh, she was able to handle this uh, language barrier, the culture barrier, grow in it and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, and blossom to this, uh, to this extent. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I might also mention, Andy, the importance of what they're doing at CFNA, even with teaching children English, because Bina, I think, actually learned a lot of her English also from Kathy Mm -hmm. when she started school, because Kathy had such good English and perfect diction. And, And as she listened to Kathy... She also learned how to say her words and everything. So I think it's kind of all these different pieces of the pie coming mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But I think it shows how important it is for the tutoring classes that CFNA has, even for children, so that they can learn these languages. Sometimes, you know, I, as an adult, it would be very hard for me to learn another language. But perhaps as you listen to your own child, who has that same sound that you have, you can learn it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You're, yes. you're very right. Um, uh, and over here, I have to add that um, in many cases, it is the kids who are translating for their parents, uh, you know, paperwork like health and wellness, pa- uh, the healthcare paperwork or whatever. So just imagine uh, your third grader or fourth grader <laughs> kind of telling you what to do with uh, healthcare papers and things like that. And uh, and that's that's just how uh, things things work. And so there are there are real uh, realistic ch- uh, struggles that, uh, that uh, refugees face and um, and it is um, um, uh, things uh, it is the kids probably who are filling in some of those gaps and but they cannot they can only do so much and that's where there is a need uh, for volunteers for American friends to come in and give that helping hand and establish that relationship within which uh, a talk about Jesus the who, love of God can take place who are the volunteers that help um, their neighbors in this way that that teach uh, English language classes that 
that, that help neighbors with those initial needs when they first come into a neighborhood right here in St. Louis. Who are the people? Um, are they um, people with superpowers? Are, are they, <laughs> uh, you know, are they people who work full-time jobs? Are they all retired folks? Are they, are they um, older? Are they younger? Who are these people who are serving in this way? Who wants oh, wonderful, to- wonderful mm-hmm. question. Uh, um, I, the you and the me. Uh, so it is uh, s- uh, common people like uh, like Joni Auntie, for instance, or Stanish, or Bina, or for that matter, uh, Dr. Alan Buckman and Mrs. Carol Buckman, who are basically the driving force uh, and the visionaries for CFNA ministry, along with their friends invested uh, in uh, in this ministry of CFNA. Uh, so it has been the common LCMS believer. Um, they are there are quite uh, quite a lot of retired friends, of course, uh, but there are also people who are doing full time jobs or part time jobs who uh, who contribute, who come in and uh, and spend maybe an hour or two hours really uh, a week for ESL. Um, it does not mean that they cannot take weeks off for their vacation or whatever. Of course, um, uh, we understand that volunt- volunteerism is uh, not uh, a nine to five job. Uh, it's not a paid position. Uh, rather, it is uh, done out of your uh, out of your commitment and love for uh, for Christ to serve others. And so, um, those these are the people who really um, are the face of CFNA ministry. It is the face of Christ uh, or the vehicles of Christ to bring that message to people who are in need. So um, uh, the common people, the common believers of the LCMS, there are people even beyond the LCMS, like the larger Christian community here in St. Louis, the Catholic, uh, many Catholic friends, um, many students, for instance, from St. Louis University, even Lutheran High School South, uh, who have uh, done their bit to volunteer and help kids or help even family members. Uh, we have wonderful partnerships with uh, with almost 26 Lutheran ch- uh, LCMS congregations here in the in, in St. Louis and also be, uh, be a little beyond of St. Louis uh, who participate in various ways through through their volunteer pool or through financial support or whatever to help this ministry uh, uh, continue and to uh, impact the lives of uh, refugees. Well, and I want to say there's always a need for volunteers at CFNA and you can contact Stana. She can give you a phone number later, but... But, you know, I don't have any special teaching skills, but the way I try to help is, okay, we did something this summer, Bina and I were involved with... Tomato canning? Yeah, canning tomatoes. I don't know how to do it, but there was a lady there who did know how to do it, and so Bina and I came alongside and helped serve in that way, and then Bina helped with... uh, Peach uh, peach jam making. Making peach Mm. jam with... uh, Mary Sharon Brock, they are from Wisconsin. LWML uh, women's came. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a really nice time. That um, Syrian ladies and Afghani ladies and Nigeria, they were there. We had a nice time with them. So and you don't have to have special skills. You just have to have a desire to help mm-hmm. people. But just to show you, I, it, which has really impressed me, I read this one time. You know, we as Americans have our mindset of the way things happen and you, the way you do things. But people coming from other countries, as simple as a man standing at a at a stoplight wondering what those colors mean on that light red yellow green he's never seen it before he stands at the light and he waits until he sees somebody else cross the street only to learn okay at when it's green that's when i can go we would just assume he knows how to do that but he doesn't those are simple things and those are things any of us can teach other people so the need is great 
for volunteers, but you don't have to have these. It's wonderful if you do have these great skills because they certainly are needed mm-hmm. as well. But you can be, as I say, a simple person like me. <laughs> you can go and do these things because I don't have any of those special skills, but I can come up alongside other people and help them with what they're doing. But now you know how to can tomatoes. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't think you'd want mine unless somebody else was helping. <laughs> but it was amazing because what was so neat is the ladies, we found out these women from Syria, I mean, they were actually saying, yes, we do some of these same things or this is the way we do it. So it wasn't just us teaching them, but them showing us stuff. And this camaraderie that came about as a result of it, it was really very wonderful. It's something that I think we're planning on doing, you know, maybe once a month at CFNA, uh, you know, maybe at Christmas time, we'll do Christmas cookies or something like that and have the women come in from other countries who will teach us how to how they make different sweets are different items of food. So it's a learning thing. But as you're doing that, you're growing together and you have that opportunity to share Christ's love with these women. I want to know who got the canned tomatoes. <laughs> we have still yeah. have some at home and boy, are they good. <laughs> oh, thanks yeah. for telling me but about them. But all the women got to take some home. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, in fact, they were taken up by the Syrian women, yes. the Afghani women, and the uh, the family from Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. So they were the main recipients mm-hmm. of Wonderful. the work that they did. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And, and and as you said, the, it's not just the, the, the food that's the end product out of this. There were uh, conversations and English mm-hmm. was practiced and relationships were were built and uh, what happens in those relationships um, what I hear time after time as those relationships grow there are more opportunities to to speak uh, the good news of Jesus in those relationships as well particularly in those places where uh, in those relationships where uh, friends have not heard that good news of Jesus before Mm -hmm. well and you know Bina can tell you as a result some of these women are now coming to the heart-to-heart Bible studies yes they are coming to -to heart-to-heart Bible study then Last time when we when I went for there's almost fifteen sixteen ladies were there half of them from Syria, they were with all the dresses you know black dresses and they are uh, there's one lady is translating was translating, and they are listening then they, they are telling their faith and she is you know it was went very well I I I I told Stan came home and I. I remember I told Stanish, I I always heard about Syria and, you know, people from, we never met them. This is personally, you know, how God brought us all together is so amazing, mm-hmm. you know. For mm-hmm. me, it's a really good experience. Uh, I really take that as granted because I'm I am so happy I'm part of their lives too. You know, they know, a lot of ladies knows me very well when they... When they saw me, they say hi. Then you know, they, they we don't know to talk language, same language, but we shake our we shake our head and hands, and you know, so yeah, it's it's interesting actually. And so that is uh, that is what CFNA is all about. It is uh, providing that space for cross cultural mission encounter. Uh, it is also a cross cultural space for sharing your stories and also um, faith and having larger conversations about the love of Christ. Um, in fact, uh, this is possible mainly because. Uh, as uh, scripture teaches us in Colossians uh, chapter 3 verse 2 St. Paul tells us set your hearts on things high above Um, so on heavenly things it's not on earthly things alone but if if our hearts are we have enough of that we we have a lot of things that we uh, set our hearts on uh, on earthly things and that is important but then uh, these are 
the moments where you really uh, transcend boundaries, cultural boundaries, language boundaries, faith boundaries. Uh, don't just see the person as uh, as a person and uh, an opportunity to share God's love and and the message of Christ. And that's possible because uh, because of uh, an agency like CFNA that is at the cutting edge where the refugees are coming into the city having needs and uh, and CFNA providing that opportunity and that platform for interaction. Christian Friends of New Americans is meeting the needs of, of many new neighbors right here in St. Louis uh, in, in a variety of ways. The, the number of ways that, that you've shared today, you know, teaching English and helping them with some of those first things that you need when you first move into your new neighborhood, your new home, helping them uh, learn about the neighborhood and, and helping them uh, get the things, even stuff like furniture, right. uh, you know, getting settled into their new homes. All of this uh, happens certainly because uh, God provides for it. Mm-hmm. And, and how does he do that? Well, how he does that through his servants and an event coming up to help provide for uh, Christian Friends of New Americans to help us support CFNA is right around the corner. And Joni is here to tell us about that. It's a fun event that happens every year. And uh, I know that there is much joy and merriment that happens at the CFNA event. It is. This is the CFNA golf tournament. And it will be on Wednesday, October 10th, and it will be at the Norwood Hills Country Club. This is, I believe, the third year we've had it there. It's a wonderful opportunity to come out, play some golf, have some lunch, fellowship with one another, and a time to support Christian Friends of New Americans. We hold this every year. As I said, this is the third year at Norwood Hills Country Club. We would love to have you come and participate in it. Again, I I said the wrong date. It's Tuesday, October 10th. I said Wednesday. It's Tuesday, October 10th. Actually, it's a day after my birthday. (laughs) So if you want to come out and wish me a happy birthday, you can do that too. (laughs) But uh, it starts at 1030 that morning and uh, we have uh, 18 holes of golf during the day while you're while you're golfing, we bring around refreshments. First, you get a nice lunch. Then we bring you refreshments while you're golfing. And then uh, in the evening, we have a wonderful dinner. We would love to have you come and participate. It is a way to support CFNA um, and at the same time, play golf and have fun together. If you want more information, you can go to cfna-stl.org slash golf. That's cfna-stl.org slash golf. We would love to have you come and participate. It just helps so many people. Also, there are sponsorships. Um, if you want to be a whole sponsor or different things like that, if you have a business, we'd love to have you come and, and uh, help out in that way as well. What if you love being a part of supporting CFNA, but you can't actually hit a golf ball and get it in the hole to save your life. Well, you can do a couple of things. You could come to the dinner also if you'd like to, or you can just support CFNA, and we'd love to have you, you know, support us. Go up online again, cfna-stl.org, and there you can make a contribution to CFNA. Or if you'd like to volunteer, Stanish, is there a phone number they can call? They can call me at uh, 314-371. Six three one two, three one four, three seven one, six three one two. 
or you can always uh, visit the website as um, uh, Joni Auntie had pointed out over here, cfna-stl.org, and uh, you can uh, send us an email. Uh, there, there is a there is an option over there where you can send an email, and we will get in touch with you. But it takes a lot of people to work together to keep an organization going like CFNA. And um, we uh, we appreciate your prayers most of all. We appreciate your support. And if you want to come out and have a good time and play golf, we appreciate you coming to that too on Tuesday, October 10th. It's an annual event with a lot of fun. And I, I want to point out even you know in, <laughs> with the crazy weather here in St. Louis uh, that uh, the dinner will be held regardless of weather, correct? The dinner will be held regardless of weather. That is correct. So yeah. you can, uh, even if you're not going to golf you can just sign up for the dinner but it's a it's a lot of fun for those who are, are signing up for golf uh to golf that day um the information of the package is all on the website cfna-stl.org i might mention we're going to have a special guest there someone who has come from another country who has become a christian um as a result of of uh, meeting people through cfna and whose daughter actually has done very well in school. I mean, just showing how God has used this organization um, so that his word might be proclaimed and so that others might learn about him and share the good news with people from other lands. There are, I, I know there are stories upon stories of, of new neighbors who have um, had befriended um, their neighbors, their Christian neighbors here, and uh, heard that good news of Jesus. And we see that in many of those uh, those congregations you mentioned earlier, Stanish, that uh, they're coming to hear that, that good news. They're coming to the uh, the Bible study, the heart-to-heart Bible study, yes. and hearing the good news of Jesus there, coming from places where they may not have had the opportunity to hear yes, that so. word of God. And that's happening frequently. We are just about out of time. Again, I want to run those details over again uh, for the golf event coming up Tuesday, October 10th. And that is, uh, you can find registration information on the website, cfna-stl.org slash golf. We'll provide a link with the archive of today's program as well. My guest today, the Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley with Christian Friends of New American Stanish. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, sir. Thanks and, for having me. And Bina Stanish, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing your story. Joni, always great to have you back in studio. Thank you. Welcome anytime. Thank you. <laughs> Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word on the Messenger of Good News, Worldwide KFUO. been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.